Are you, Are you ready? ready? Let's go! Don't you sometimes just want to talk about everything? You know, there's days when you can just talk, 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 about anything. Need to sit back and chat about nothing at all? Nothing but Julie. Coming at you with fun and creative topics and interviews. Did you hear Julie's podcast? She's got the greatest topic. I did. I love it. Come join the chat about everything, anything, and nothing. So unwind and tune in to Nothing But Julie. Great topics and cool interviews. With some pretty awesome people. And now, without further delay, here's Nothing But Julie. Everybody, it is Julie Schrager, your host of the Nothing But Julie podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Isn't that a horrible <laughs> thing to answer when you're not well? How are you? It's it's a very generic way of speaking to someone. It's the first thing that comes out of my mouth when, let's say, I haven't seen someone uh, in a while, but what if I'm not doing well? Do I really think that that person wants to hear my issues, my troubles, my problems, maybe the state that I'm in? You know, I don't think that when people ask, how are you? They're necessarily asking you how you are. I just think they're trying to be, um, kind, you know, and maybe start some form of a conversation. And, you know, we hear this question, how are you, multiple times a day, friends, coworkers, how do you usually answer? I mean, do you really discuss what is going on in your life and maybe some things that are weighing heavily on your mind? Or do you do like what I do is, yeah, I'm good. I'm pretty good. I'm all right. And, and just leave it at that. Let me tell you what I believe the problem is with the phrase, how are you? So first of all, mental health in this world is still very stigmatized. I do believe that mental health is more at the forefront than it's ever been mostly due to COVID um, and mostly due to uh, certain generations like Gen Zs and even some millennials who are completely fine with expressing how their mental health is and not having a stigma. And it's because of that, that it's becoming less stigmatized. But I think that when people ask, how are you? I, I really, I think that they really don't want a real answer. You know, just a positive little chirp. And what we tend to do is really hide our the issues or concerns like things that are going on in the family, maybe loneliness, maybe anxiety, depression, and we do hide our emotional struggles from our employers. And the reason for that is because of discrimination. And 
it was so stigmatized uh, years ago that, and I'm, I mean years ago, where there wasn't even medication for people who were going through this. Doctors did not have any idea what this was, what depression was. Um, and the reason why we hide it is, you know, I think we're taught from a very early age to keep our demons close to us. You know, don't bother your friends with them. And we most often don't seek help because it's reinforced that we just, we don't need it. Growing up with a father who had depression, anxiety, um, being and it being so stigmatized, I grew up really not even talking about it, even when he was going through it. And so that led me to believe as a young girl that I'm not supposed to talk about it, even when it comes to my own health. Now, you could find some really good people in your life who do care, who do love you, and will give you the support you need. Um, But you will more than often find people who just get tired of hearing uh, how you're feeling. Uh, But then when it comes to needing, you know, support from you for your friends, uh, they are expecting some kind of reciprocation. I think that um, the simple truth is, I mean, look, we all have feelings. Sometimes our feelings are not comfortable. Sometimes they're not happy. Sometimes they can cause a lot of pain. And, and when we hide how we really feel, what, what is that doing? It's denying ourselves um, part of you know, the human experience, like to feel all those emotions. And it's a very um, insincere pattern when you ask, how are you? I just, I don't think people really mean it. It's just what the first thing that comes out of their mouth, as with mine. It's, it's just kind of, I've been conditioned, you know, to ask that, to show that I actually give a shit about the person I'm seeing. But I think that if you ask more sincerely, how are you? Um, you know, I think that maybe you're leading by example, but then I struggle with that. For example, there was a, um, someone that I knew whose, um, mother passed away. And when I saw her very shortly after her mother's passing, I said to her, oh, hi, how are you? And you know what she said to me? Because I was saying it sincerely. I am so tired of people not only asking me how I am, but saying it like you just said it. And I was really taken aback. And here I am, concerned, wanting to know how she really is. And I got kicked to the curb. And I remember just saying to her, well, I sincerely do want to know how you are. I, I'm sorry that it's something that, you know, you don't like, but I sincerely want to know, you know, how you are doing, how you're holding up. 
And so I decided to reword it and I said, I'm very sorry about the loss of your mom. And I understand how difficult this time might be for you. And that somehow not only turned around the kind of awkwardness that was going on at that moment, but it was said in a different way, even though it was meant the same way. And she said, I really appreciate that. That that means a lot. You know, I think that when you've had so many people say the same thing to you over and over again, you just kind of like, yeah, leave me alone. So I, I understood how she felt. But at the same time, I was like, screw you. I'm asking you how you're doing. You know? <laughs> also... I do believe, you know, in, 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 in turning the question around or maybe even asking a different question entirely, one that can maybe help others um, kind of express themselves more genuinely than just a, you know, I'm fine. So I, I found <clears throat> that instead of asking the generic, how are you, I actually got a, a much more appreciative response. So there's that. But I really do think that, you know, your honest answer really, really makes a significant difference. Um, I do know that many people in this world have challenges um, and, and their emotional well-being, you know, can change. Just, just like, you know, with me, you know, I... I Depending on, you know, like what's going on in the world, one day I might not be as good as the other, which is one of the reasons why I stopped, you know, being so um, encircled in everything that's going on. But it's, it's really uncommon to hear people really honestly talking about their issues. Um, also because they, they feel uncomfortable and they also feel like, if they told you what's really going on, now you're going to think of them differently. That's really not me. Um, but other people are like that. But I will be honest. I think that giving like an authentic answer, if someone, uh, you know, asks you a question, I really believe that that is so much more freeing and honestly, I really could give a shit about what people think. If people ask me how I am, I'm not going to delve into, you know, any kind of like mental health issues I'm having. But I might say, oh, you know, it, it's a better day than it was yesterday or, uh, you know, just just holding on till the end of the week. You know, it, it really depends. But you show people around you that it's okay you know, to have, to be up one day and to be down the other. And that's what I think is something that we have to accept on a social basis a little bit more, to let people know you're not always doing well. And wow, what a difference that can make to someone who might be suffering, to hear someone else actually be honest and authentic about how their feeling. So that is why maybe switching around the verbiage of how are you can really get someone, you know, to open up. And you know what? 
Maybe they need you at that moment without realizing they need you. Maybe they, oh, they're just reaching out. And you're the first person that actually showed a bit of interest. And who knows, you might be able to help them in that moment. Help give them a, a moment of, of clarity and, and uh, you know, uh, breath and freedom. Uh, it, it's okay to have those ups and downs. And, and I think there are people who really want to talk about the difficult stuff, but, but they're uncomfortable. I think when it's a two-way street, when you start to share how you are and how they are and not being dishonest, you know, it, it really kind of deflects the, I'm fine, I'm good, how are you? I also think that more and more people, at least this is something I've noticed, have less and less patience now, of course, with the circumstances revolving around things that not only have happened over the last few years and current um, things that are going on in the world, even during good times, I noticed that people became less patient, more short, very quick, you know, like they don't even want to stop and, and even say hello to you. And these are the very same people who, let's say, were looking for um, friends or a nice little group that they could have. And once they find that, they literally just you know, treat you with total disrespect because you're not part of the group. Uh, and my dad, who is now suffering from dementia was with me under a beautiful banyan tree sitting on a bench in his neighborhood, smoking his cigar. And he said to me that people just don't care anymore. You know, it was, it was true. And he went on to say, everybody has their own group. And once they form that group, it's hard to get in. It's hard to find friends because everyone established a group. And it's so catty. And it is so destructive to people. And the very same people that are saying that will join a group and turn into those catty people. And it was so interesting to hear my 85-year-old dad speaking about groups and how so right he is. To this day, I have noticed um, many women and men, you know, they, they kind of stay in the same circles and don't even want to meet anybody new, especially if they've heard things like, oh, this one is suffering from depression or anxiety, and they don't want to be a part of that. Meanwhile, they could be having those exact same problems. And I think that people just have to be nicer, more welcoming, and more caring uh, in today's society, you know? Um, talking about ourselves really activates, like, the, there's something called, like, the reward center of our brain. And 
it feels good. And, and that's for a reason. I mean, you kind of get a biological boost of, of happiness. And that is why I think it's great to either talk to a therapist or if you have a good friend or, or a family member that you can speak to, that very short period of time that you speak with someone makes a significant difference and can give you a better outlook. But my question is, excuse me, is then, how do you get people to open up? Unfortunately, you know, when you ask, how are you, it really, you don't get very far with that. But because the person is more likely going to be like, I'm fine. How are you? No one, no one really wants to hear what I'm going through, you know. Um, or you can say, like before when I had flipped around the question, what if you just say to someone instead of how are you, you say, how are you feeling? All of a sudden, the brain starts to churn. Now, a typical response again would be good, fine. But sometimes it could help open up that person a little more. I mean, you can actually, uh, the, the thoughtful answers or the, the, for, or the thoughtful um, questions could also be, you know, how are you feeling uh, this week? You know, um, is there anything stressful going on in your life? Or you could say, what are your, what are you feeling today or whatever? But I, I really like, how are you feeling? Because people are not used to hearing that question. How are you feeling? And you would see them kind of have this look on their face like, wait, what? And now they have to th think. And that's good because you're showing them a different version of the norm of how are you. I mean, I understand that it might feel a bit odd to, to not ask like the standard question when, when you see someone, but honestly, I think that the payoff is going to be so worth it. And, and also, when you do ask about someone's feelings, it actually can help normalize the, the negative um, emotions that we have. And like I said before, you also will come across being a lot more genuine and caring. It's these questions, um, uh, to me, are part of being human. It's okay to talk about your emotions. Like, how are you doing today? Or, or how are you feeling today? And someone might say, oh, I'm, I'm doing well. I had some lunch and, you know, it, it, it's helping. You know, who knows? But you also have to then be a good listener, you know, and be an active uh, listener. If you're going to ask someone, you know, about their emotions, uh, you've now opened the door. So now the question is, so how do you keep it that way? If you are a good friend or a good family member, when you're actively listening to someone's response that they are now giving to your question, it 
it, it shows that person you really care about what they're saying. And, and if you want to be an active listener, I do believe in those nonverbal responses, like nodding. You know, uh, there are certain uh, body language uh, movements that you can make that can also encourage them to continue, even eye contact. Sometimes asking more questions and like, you know, let's say you want to clarify uh, a question when, you know, maybe you've kind of scratched the surface of something that they want to discuss. Um, some might say, really, how does that make you feel? Or, you know, has that affected you? And, and if so, like, how has it affected you? You know, it's, it's very uh, engaging when you talk about feelings. And you really can help somebody out. Um, I also believe that avoiding all kinds of why questions, they sound a little judgmental. So maybe the best thing is not not to offer your, um, oh, I'm trying to think of the word. You don't, you don't want to offer um, your meaning or your explanation of what they're going through. You know, you don't want to say they should feel a different way or or um, ask them to basically justify how they're feeling because that can make a person feel like you're not hearing them. So the, the takeaway here is, you know, every so often, you know, you could say, I hear you. You can justify their feelings by saying, I understand. It's so validating for someone um, in a conversation for their feelings to be understood. And, and that, that can take practice. But sometimes when you also repeat what they've said, like let's say, for example, someone says, you know, they have some anxiety about something going on at work and you can follow up with, I completely understand how that would give you anxiety. Sometimes just repeating what someone has said to you rather than offering advice, it's, it's actually something that I did with my son when he was younger in a, in a class that I also taught, and there is a book about it, about um, validating the feelings of your children and letting them know that you understand what they're saying. So let's say my son would, would say, you know, oh, I hurt my big toe. And I would say, oh, I understand that could really hurt. And now you've made him feel so much better because you validated his feelings. So in summary, I, the takeaway here really is, you know, you want to, try and maybe open up a little bit more to some people in your life, whether family or friends, because they can be going through something that you just don't know about. And it sure would be nice to know that they kind of have someone that is supportive. And don't forget that in order to encourage those others to open up more, you can ask certain questions like, how are you feeling? 
it really gets below the surface of what's going on. And it really does open the door for people to express their feelings and it makes them feel good. Wouldn't you want to do that for someone as you would maybe want someone to do for you? It's such a powerful tool in um, destigmatizing uh, depression, anxiety, and certain mental health uh, struggles that people have. So let's maybe try and switch around the how are you to something else instead of the standard and show people that you actually care. I think we could use a little bit more of that in this world, don't you? Well, it's with that that I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week. Please feel free to give me a shout out at Nothing But Julie on Facebook and on Instagram. And I am now on TikTok. I'm navigating it. All right. I am in love with TikTok, uh, getting some ideas. So we'll see what happens again. Nothing But Julie on TikTok. Have a great week, everyone. And thanks so much for joining me.